My name is Erica Talia McCarthy, and I use gratitude as a cornerstone for attracting everything I want in my life. I am here to show you how to reduce stress, create great habits, and develop a winning mindset that will allow you to create the life of your dreams by planting gratitude seeds and watching your gratitude garden grow. Come on my journey with me as I share what has worked and what has not worked in my life. Let's manifest, change our mindsets, and make this world a better place together. Welcome to the Gratitude First Garden. I am so happy you are here. Hey God, it's me. God, you know that dream house that I saw online? You know, the house with the three bedrooms. The huge master bedroom with the vaulted ceiling. And that big, beautiful bathroom with that enormous bathtub. The house with the granite countertops and the big island in the kitchen. And the one that was just so beautiful and so warm and so inviting when I walked in. Yeah, that house, God. God, I'm so nervous because I want that house so bad. But I just don't know how to get it, Lord. I don't know how to manifest it. How can I get into that house, even if all odds are against me? Even if it seems like there's no way that I'm going to be able to get into that home, how can I get there, Lord? How can I get in? How can I live there. I just know that that house is for me. I can feel it. I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be in that house. I just need some guidance, God, and I need just some help. Please show me the way and show me how to make that house my reality. Amen. Erica, just let go. I've heard your prayer and just let it go. Take me back to the nights we felt alive Picking up the pieces on a summer night I didn't know that I would feel just like my heart's on fire Whenever I'm with you Cause we go back in time The thrills I miss And all the things I wish we did All I know is that I need somebody like you Cause I can't waste another night sitting here alone Hoping for your voice on the telephone I know it's a super cut as you walk away Playing in my mind all the things I'd never close my eyes And the sky's on fire 
Let us take a moment today to show a bit of gratitude. Let us close our eyes and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And let us reflect. What are we grateful for today? Who are we grateful for? Since today is 2-2-2020, it is a significant day. The number two is a number of love, of union, of harmony. So let us take a moment to reflect on the people the people who are in our lives. Maybe some of them have passed on. Maybe we have people that we love and we care about, but for some reason or another, we're just not speaking to them right now. Let us take a moment to just reflect on those people and just to say thank you. Thank you for coming into my life. Thank you for the love and the care and the compassion that you have shown me. Thank you for our good times and our laughs and our great conversations. Thank you for just being you and allowing me to be myself. Thank you for being open. Thank you for allowing me to be open. Thank you for all of the little things that you did and the big things that you did. Let us just take a few moments to reflect on the people who have had a significant impact in our lives. We say thank you today and we so we just show so much gratitude. And even the people that we just crossed paths with, maybe someone who has helped us out in some way or another, and they didn't have to help us, but they did anyway out of the kindness of their heart. We say thank you today. Thank you to that person. Thank you to those people. Thank you to showing me kindness and compassion and love. Thank you for believing in me and having faith in me. 
just take a few more moments and reflect on everyone who has had some sort of impact in your life. Even the people who you haven't had the best relationship with. Say thank you because they've taught you some sort of lesson. They've helped you to grow in some sort of way. So say thank you. And let us take a few moments to say to the people in our lives that we love. Let us tell them today and let us say, I love you. I love you. And let us just make this day a day of love and a day of harmony and a day of compassion and a day of peace and a day of forgiveness. We'll just take a few more moments to reflect. And we say to everybody around the world, May you be happy. May you be happy. Very good. Let us take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And let us open our eyes. And we'll start the show after this short break. Picking up the pieces on a summer night I didn't know that I would feel just like my heart's on fire Whenever I'm with you Cause we go back in time, the thrills I miss And all the things I wish we did All I know is that I need somebody like you Cause I can't waste another night sitting here alone Hoping for your voice on the telephone I know it's a super cut as you walk away Playing in my mind all the things I'd never close my eyes And the sky's on fire I can't waste another night sitting here alone We can do it all again and I'll never let you my gratitude first gardeners i hope you guys are having the most amazing day today guys happy super bowl sunday yay i hope your team won i want to know who you guys were rooting for and if your team won so come and talk to me on instagram at gratitude first gratitude one st and let me know if your team won today. And yeah, you guys, before we get started with this episode, I am going to do a shameless plug <laughs> because, guys, I am so excited. I have opened up a few spots for one-on-one -on -one coaching. Like, I get a lot of questions, you guys, about manifestation and about, you know, how to create more time and 
balancing, you know, working a nine to five and, you know, starting a business, I get questions like that. And so I was just like, you know, I talked to one of my mentors and she was like, just start coaching. So (laughs) I am going to open up one-on-one coaching spots, you guys. So you guys, if you guys are like super stressed out there and if you're just like irritable and you're about to pull out your hair and, you know, every day you wake up and you're feeling defeated before the day even gets started because you're overwhelmed and you don't feel like you have enough time. And you guys, if you really, really want to start a business, but you're, you know, you're struggling with working your nine to five or working your job and building your business at the same time, then I would love to talk to you guys. And I would love to, you know, set up a one-on-one call with you guys and to chat with you so that I can help because I have been there, you guys. Like I know exactly how that feels, you know, that sense of defeat and that sense of dread. And there have been times, you guys, where before I completely shut down because I was so overwhelmed. So I totally understand how that is. And, you know, there have been times where I just wanted to like take a permanent vacation from life And I felt like, you know, I had so much on my to-do list, but I just didn't have enough time to get it all done. And I remember days, you guys, like I literally remember days and this might sound like you right now, but I remember days where I would wake up on Monday morning and I would just cry because I knew that once I opened my email inbox, I would have you know, 100 to 200 emails in my inbox. I knew that I would be overwhelmed. It would be another stressful week. And I would just wake up on Monday mornings and I would cry, you guys, because I would be so stressed out. I would have so much anxiety. And, you know, I absolutely know how that feels. And, I just want to ask, is this you? Does that story sound familiar? Is that you and how you wake up to Monday mornings every day? And are you living for your weekends? Like, are you just super excited for Friday and, you know, you dread and cringe Sunday night because you know that you have to go to work on Monday morning? So, You know, guys, if you're living for your weekends, life is not meant to be that way. If you are in a constant state of stress and overwhelm, life is not meant to be that way. And if you have a burning desire to start a business, but you feel like your job or your nine to five takes up so much of your time that you can't even follow your passions and you can't even start your business, then I would really love to speak to you. And you guys, I, you know, I actually cracked the code and I've built this amazing structure for my life. And now I absolutely love 
the life that I have and the way that I'm able to, you know, be happy, but yet I still work and I still am building this business and I still have time to spend really good quality time with my son and take my son out on dates, mommy son dates, take him, you know, to the park, teach him at home. I teach my son all the time at home. And I still have time to pamper myself and love myself and care for myself and have that me time that is so important in our lives. You have to have time for yourself, you guys. And, you know, I've cracked the code and it's taken a lot of research, a lot of practice, uh, you know, just a lot of time for me to be able to build up my life in this way where I can literally do it all and still be happy and still have time at the end of the day to relax and to unwind. And I just want to give you guys some tools and, and you know, have that one-on-one connection with you guys so I can walk you through how I am able to do this every single day. So if you guys are interested in something like that, then I would just love if you would go to gratitudefirst.com backslash coaching. And again, that's gratitudefirst.com backslash coaching. And there's just a little really short form. I know that your time is very valuable. (laughs) So it's not a long questionnaire at all, but I want to get to know you better. I want to know what you're struggling with. I want to know what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. Um, So that form will help to get the ball rolling. And then I want us to set up a discovery call so that we can, you know, get to know each other and see if we're a good fit for one another for one-on-one coaching. And you guys, when you have a coach, I really believe that you should have a coach that you really connect with and that really gets you and that you're really comfortable with. So I want to make sure that you know, we talk and you feel good with me being your coach because, you know, I've had coaches before where I just didn't feel that connection and it wasn't the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm really lucky to have really good, powerful mentors and coaches in my life now that are just amazing. And I want that same feeling for you. So, you know, I want us to talk and I want us to get to know each other. And I want us to, you know, come up with a plan so that we can work together so that we can get your life, you know, on a happier, more fulfilled path. And I want you to start waking up every day happy, you guys, grateful, full of gratitude. And I want you to start waking up knowing that you're able to work your nine to five, work on your business, work to, you know, make your goals and your passions a reality, have that quality time to spend with your family and still have that time for yourself at the end of the day. And I really just want to help you guys with that. So again, go to gratitudefirst.com backslash coaching. Fill out the form. And yeah, you guys, if you're happier and more fulfilled, then your kids are happier and more fulfilled. And your community is happier 
and more fulfilled. And then ultimately, the world is happier and more fulfilled. If we were all happy and fulfilled in this world, can you imagine how amazing this world would be? And so, you guys, life is not meant to be miserable. Life is not meant to be a constant state of stress and anxiety. And I fully, fully, fully know that you can work a nine to five and build your business at the same time. You don't have to continue with those excuses of not being able to have the time or not having enough time. You don't have to feel overwhelmed about building your business because I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. (laughs) So let's connect you guys. Again, go to gratitudefirst.com backslash coaching. All of this information will be in the show notes. And yes, I can't wait to connect with you and get to know you guys a little bit more. And yeah, we'll chat soon. All right, you guys. So today is two to 2020. And you guys, my brother sent me this amazing article about today. So if you notice the numbers, the the numbers repeat, right? So 0202-2020. And this is called a palindrome day. Or some people would call it a mirror, a mirror portal. And so what that means is that the numbers are the same when you read them forwards and backwards, right? So 0202-2020, it's the same if you read them forwards or backwards, right? So you guys know, you guys know how I feel about repeating numbers or angel numbers. I love angel numbers. And angel numbers, you guys, if you're not familiar Um, It's like those repeating numbers that you might see sometimes like 111 or 1111 or 222 or 555. Those are what we call angel numbers. And if you guys see those repeating numbers, like I strongly believe that that's a sign from, you know, universe, God, source, whatever name you want to call God. Um, I strongly believe that that's a sign from God. And you guys can like Google what that particular number means. So if you see like 1111 all the time, just Google what that number means and see if that definition resonates with you. And actually me and my friend, oh my goodness, me and my friend slash sister, we were talking about angel numbers the other day and she was not really a strong believer in kind of like that type of stuff, you guys, like those angel numbers and all of that. But she is jumping on the bandwagon now. (laughs) And she started talking to me about angel numbers. And I was like, who are you? What's happening? (laughs) So yeah, like she's, um, you know, starting to believe in that stuff now. So that's pretty cool. And yeah, you guys, whether you believe in it or not, it's totally okay. It's all love on this podcast. You know, I never want to push my beliefs onto anybody. So if that doesn't resonate with you, then that's okay. But I just feel like, you know, today is a really, really cool day, you guys, because yeah, 2-2-2020, like it's super, super 
um, significant because of the repeating numbers. So whether you believe in like the spirituality aspect or not, um, yeah, I'm going to show you what CNN said um, in the article that my brother sent me. And I think it's pretty cool, even if you don't believe in the spiritual um, aspect of it. So first of all, you guys, when you see like angel numbers, I want you to stop and think about, you know, what was it that I'm doing? What was it that I was doing during the time that I saw this angel number? So maybe you see an angel number and you're working on building your business, right? So maybe that angel number is telling you that you're on the right path and to keep going and this business will be a success if you keep taking the right action, or maybe you see a repeating number and you're thinking about a certain person at that time. So maybe that angel number is like, you know, maybe God or spirit is urging you to like, you know, call or text that person or check up on that person, right? So just pay attention to what it is that you're doing and thinking about when you see these numbers. And if you look up the definition of 222 or 2222, you guys, that number is a number of love and it's a number of companionship and affection and of growth and harmony and new beginnings. And just think about it logically, you guys, like two people are in a relationship, two people get married. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's definitely a number of like love and harmony and, you know, union and unity and all of that good stuff, right? Just think about it logically. So, yeah, you guys, the fact that, you know, we're, we're February 2nd, 2020, I just think it's such a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day of, you know, for love and harmony and not to, you know, also February is Valentine's Day, right? So this is definitely, you know, a month for love. <laughs> so all of you guys out there who are in a relationship or married, like I am just wishing you guys like so much harmony and love and peace and happiness and joy in your relationship and in your marriage. Okay, you guys. So a oh, number that I actually see all the time, you guys, speaking of angel numbers, I see the number 1212. 12. So 1212 all the freaking time. I see 111 and 1111 a lot as well. But the number 1212 12, like literally haunts me and literally follows me, you guys. And 1212, you guys, if you actually Google it, it is a really good number. Like, it's a very positive number. It means like, you know, love is coming into your life, not to get so mushy. But if you guys Google it, this is what it says. Um, so if you see 1212, it means, you know, love is coming into your life. It's telling you to remain positive and grateful because you're manifesting what you're thinking about. So whatever you're thinking about or whoever you're thinking about at that time is, you know, coming into your reality. So be careful of your thoughts, really, when you see that number. Um, also, it means to let people see the real you. And this resonates with me so much, you guys, because you know that if you've listened to other episodes, I, you know, struggled with for a long time with like letting people see 
my true colors, like my true self, my true authentic self. And now I just don't care. Like I let my hair down and I'm like, this is me. Love it or leave it. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I struggled with a long time for being like my true authentic self, you guys. And so I just love the fact that the number 1212 means to let people see the real you. Like it's a constant reminder for me to always be my truest and most authentic self. And the number 1212 means that your wishes are coming true. So I just love that, you guys. I love that number. It's such a positive number. And 1212 actually also has a very personal meaning for me as well. Um, yeah, 1212 has a very personal meaning. So Lately, I have actually asked God to, <laughs> I said, God, can you just slow down on showing me 1212 for a while? <laughs> yeah, because just because, not because it's a bad number, you guys, but just because of the personal meaning that it means for me whenever I see that number. So I was like, God, you know, I just, you know, want to slow down on seeing 1212 for a little bit, but God said, nope. <laughs> like I used to see 1212, you guys, like maybe once a week, maybe, you know, twice a week, I would see that number pop up. Now I see that number like two to three times a day, you guys, literally I see 1212 two to three times a day. So God was like, nope, I am not going to stop showing you this number. In fact, I'm going to show it to you more. So I know that God is, you know, sending me a message and I'm being a little bit stubborn. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I see 1212 a lot, you guys. And I see it like in 1212, if you think about it, you guys, it's not even like a, a number it's not even like a number that would easily be seen, right? Like, you know, sometimes when I look at the, the clock, it's 1212. This CNN article that my brother sent me today, I'm going to read a little bit of it for you guys, but it has the number 1212 in it. And I'm like, what? That is so random. My brother sends me a random article and it has the number 1212 in it. And, you know, I, I watched a YouTube video and the time stamp on the video was 12-12. That's how long the video was, 12 minutes and 12 seconds. So it's like I just see this number all the time, you guys. There's so many more examples. And it's like, all right, God, I, I got it. I, you know, I know you're trying to talk to me. So, <laughs> Yeah, so angel numbers, you guys, it can also have a personal meaning. So, you know, if you think about a certain somebody when that angel number pops up, or if you always, you know, are doing a certain activity when that angel number pops up, then, you know, that's the personal meaning that it has um, for you. So yeah, just start paying attention to your angel numbers, you guys, if that type of thing resonates with you. But if it doesn't, just, you know, throw it out and skip to the uh, later part of this episode. <laughs> okay, you guys. So the CNN article that my brother sent me was so cool, you guys. Um, so like I said, today is what we call a palindrome day. 
And it just means that the number is the same when it's read forward and backwards. So again, today is 0202-2020. And it says, the CNN article said, you guys, that this is the only time that such a date will occur in this century. So it is the only time that we will see this like repeating sequence of numbers um, as a date in this century, you guys. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. And furthermore, you guys, the previous palindrome date was 909 years ago, you guys. So on November 11th, 11-11, so 11-11, 11-11 was the last time we saw a palindrome number. And none of us were alive then, at least not in this current state. We were not alive. So yeah, you guys, like, isn't that crazy? That's the last time 900 years ago, you guys, 909 years ago was the last time we saw this kind of number. And the next palindrome number will not come up for another 101 years, you guys. So the next palindrome number, when we'll see that repeating date, will be 12-12-21-21. So November, I'm sorry, December 12th, 2121. You see, you guys, that's my number 1212. Okay. December 12th, 2121. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. When I opened this article that my brother sent me, and I was like, are you kidding me, God? Really? You're going to just throw that 1212 right on in there. Okay. I see you, God. I hear you. So, (laughs) yeah. But anyway, you guys. So, yeah, I just think it's a really cool day. Um, today being 0202-2020. And um, yeah, you guys, so just like have a lot of peace today, have a lot of harmony, have a lot of love, and just you know, bask in the 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 presence of this day and just know that this is a very, you know, special day. Another day like this is not going to come along for another 101 years on 12-12-2021. So I just think it's it's so special. All right, you guys, brace yourselves. I know that that was such a long intro. <laughs> that that might as well be the show, but I got more for you. I got more for you guys. So brace yourselves, you guys. This is going to be um, a longer episode because I have so much to tell you. Yay! Oh my God, you guys. So get cozy and let's chat. So today, you guys, in honor of 2-2-2020, in honor of that um, that date, and like I said, it's the date of love and unity and harmony. So in honor of that date, we are going to talk about manifestation and relationships today. Okay, you guys. So First thing is first, you guys. You want to know my big secret that I have to tell you? Guys, I found a house! Yay! (laughs) Oh my God, you guys. I found a house. 
And I think it was either the last episode or the episode before that, you guys. I told you guys that I was looking for a house or a townhouse. And actually, it's a townhouse. But, oh my God, I am so happy, you guys. I am so excited about this townhouse, okay? Like, it is, oh, you guys. Oh my God. It is so beautiful. It is so much better than anything I was imagining or could have imagined. And guys, we are moving on up to the east side. (laughs) We're moving on up to the east side. Well, actually you know, technically we're moving to the north side. I already live in the north, but we're moving further north. But, you know, you get it. (laughs) Okay, you guys. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you guys go back and listen to that one because I was telling you guys that I was looking for a house because the lease in my apartment is up this month. So February, the lease in my apartment is up. And you guys, I told you in that episode that I wasn't actually very specific about, you know, the house or the townhouse that I wanted. So like usually, you guys, when I write stuff in my manifestation journal, I'm pretty detailed, right? I'm pretty specific about what I want and all of that good stuff. And however, with this house and with this townhouse, I just kind of wasn't very specific at all. You know, I just kind of let God, you know, take the wheel. And the only thing I asked for is the fact that I wanted a small yard for my son. So I definitely wanted a a yard for my son to run around because, you know, in our apartment now, we don't technically have a yard. There's like a playground. And I take him to the park a lot when it's nice, but we don't technically, we don't have a yard, right? So I just wanted a yard for my baby to be able to run around in. And that's really the only thing that I asked for you guys. Oh, and of course I wanted it to be in like a safe neighborhood, right? I mean, definitely, especially with my son. Um, I wanted it to be in a safe neighborhood. Um, So that's like the really the only things that I asked for you guys and everything else. I just left it up to God. You know, I just said, universe, take the wheel. Um, And I let go of any expectations. And I didn't obsess about the house, you guys. Like I didn't obsess about, you know, what had to be in the house. I didn't obsess about what it had to look like. I didn't obsess about, you know, any of that good stuff. You know, I just said, God, you know, take the wheel. And another thing I definitely did not do was I didn't beg, you know, I didn't beg God in the universe. And I wasn't like, you know, please, 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 God, you know, find me a great house. Let me live in something that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't beg God. I just knew that I trusted. I trusted God and I had faith. And I just knew that he would provide a wonderful house for me and my son. And sometimes you guys, as far as manifestation goes, you just have to let go and let God. And I know some of you have heard that saying before, let go and let God. And that works, you guys. That's exactly what I did. 
I let go and I let God and I just trusted you guys. I trusted with all of my being. I trusted with all of my heart. And I just knew that spirit was going to give me and my son a wonderful home. Well, guess what, you guys? God delivered big time. And oh my God, this this townhouse is so much better than just anything, right? I could have asked for you guys. And I actually went around, I went around and I looked at about five or six different houses and townhouses, you know, in different areas. And they were all nice, you guys. But in each of them, I just felt like something was missing. And you guys, I am like really, really big on energy. I don't know if any of you are like that as well. And when I walk into a house that I'm looking to move into, like I just have to feel good. The energy in that home has to feel good. And I don't know if that makes sense, but some of you may know what I'm talking about. So, you know, I knew that when I found the perfect house, I would walk in and I would just feel really, really good. And I would feel like I was at home. So the first couple of houses that we looked at, you know, although they were really nice on the inside, you know, great, great, you know, features and all of that, you know, when I walked in, I just didn't feel good, you guys. The energy wasn't it it just didn't feel like home to me. And so, yeah, I also bought my son along too because I wanted to see like how he was acting in each of the houses. Like, you know, was he comfortable? Was he, you know, playing? Was he happy, right? Because of course it's going to be his house too. And so, although he's young, right? He's He's only three. He's about to be three in March. So he's super young, you guys. And of course, you know, he's a little child of very few words. So he's not going to say, you know, mommy, you know, this is our house. You, you know, he's not going to say anything like that. But um, I just wanted to observe him and see like, you know, was he happy in the home? Was he, you know, running around and playing or was he kind of like, you know, very close to me and not very comfortable, you know, because it's going to be his house too. And I definitely want to make sure, you know, he feels good in the house. And children are actually really good about picking up energy, you guys. Like they, if you think about it, they're the closest to God, right? Like a, a baby is the closest to God. When, you know, a baby is first born, they came straight from God's source, right? So um, children are so good about picking up energy. So really pay attention to your child's energy. Like when they're in certain places or when they're around certain people, because, you know, children are just very, very good about energy, you guys. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that my son felt really, really good. So, you know, the first couple of houses, I was like, meh, you know, they're cute and all, but I didn't have that spark. And then one day this past week, you guys, I went to look at two townhomes in the same exact city, and they weren't that far from each other at all. And when I walked into one of the townhomes, you guys, like, it was very nice. 
It was very nice. Had all the fixtures, you know, hardwood floors, granite countertops, like very new, very up to date. But I just walked in, you guys, and I didn't feel good in that home. You know, although when you look around, it's a beautiful home. Anybody who would walk into that home would say it's a very beautiful home. Um, And that's one thing about me, you guys, like I have to live in beautiful surroundings. Like if I, if I'm in a house that I don't feel comfortable in, then my whole energy is down. So I just, I, one thing about me is that when I move into a home, I really have to feel good in it. I really, really do because it's my home. Like your home is your sanctuary, right? Your home is like your resting place. Your home is everything. So it should feel really good and beautiful and and lovely to you, right? It's very important to me. So um, yeah, I walked into this house, you guys, and I just was like, oh my goodness, I don't feel good. Even though the house is gorgeous, I just don't feel good in it. Now, when I walked into the other townhouse, you guys, OMG, I walked in. First of all, when I drove through the neighborhood, I was like, oh my goodness, I am in love with this neighborhood. Oh, it was so nice. (laughs) But when I walked into the house, you guys, I knew like that. I knew that this was our house. This was the house that me and my baby, me and my son, we are going to live in. I just knew with every fiber of my being. First of all, the house was beautiful. It is such a beautiful home, you guys. And everything, I like I said, I didn't have a long list. All I wanted was a yard for my son in a safe neighborhood. And Oh my goodness, it's so much more. (laughs) Like it has everything. It has like the granite countertops, the huge master bedroom, the, you know, the hardwood floors, a two car garage, you guys. Like I live in an apartment now, so I don't have a garage. And now I will have a two car garage. Oh my goodness. It just, it has a beautiful fireplace, a beautiful electric fireplace, you guys. That's not something that I cared about, but you know, that's a, just the extra bonus. And it is, of course it has, you know, the small yard for my son. It's in a beautiful neighborhood. So it has all of the things, you guys, I could not be happier. And when I walked into that home, you guys, my heart just started jumping for joy. I felt good and I was like, this is home. This is my next home. This is my son's next home. I just knew it. I knew it in my heart that that was my home. The energy felt so good. It felt so good. (laughs) And my son, he was happy in the house too. Like he was, you know, playful and he was happy and he was smiling. And, you know, the, the agent who showed us around, her name was Kimberly. 
And she was just so nice and so warm with my baby. And her husband was actually there too. And her husband kind of like, you know, played with my son a little bit while me and Kimberly talked about all of the details and all of that. So it was just a very warm and inviting and good experience, you guys. And shout out to Kimberly. Thank you so much. And to your hubby. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. And so, yes, you guys, when I saw this house, when I walked into this house, I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and besides, guys, here is the cherry on top, okay? So, like, not that that wasn't enough, okay? But this house, you guys, is five minutes away from my favorite mall in Georgia, okay? So <laughs> there is like this huge mall that is north of Atlanta. So it's actually north of where I live now. I love the north side, you guys. I just, I love living in the north side of Atlanta. So this mall is further north than where I am now. And you know, it's probably like 45 minutes from the city of Atlanta. I haven't mapped it out, but I'm just guessing. And this townhouse is five minutes away from my favorite mall, you guys. So I could literally walk to the mall. And this area is beautiful, you guys. So many stores, so many restaurants, so many shops. You know, the gym, I mapped out the gym. The gym is like really close to my house. So many parks for my son to play in. Like, although he has a yard now, I'm definitely still going to take him to the park. And you know, the craziest thing is, you guys, this particular area um, when I was 12 and I first moved to Georgia with my mom and my brother, this mall was like newly built. So this mall was brand spanking new when I first moved to Georgia. And every time we would drive to this mall, I would just say, oh my goodness, I want to live in this area one day. I just fell in love with the area. And even as an adult, I love going to that mall, even though it's a little bit further. I love going to that mall. And every time I'm in that area, I feel good. And I would just say, I want to live in this area one day. And this, there's two areas in Georgia that I'm really, really drawn to. So this is one of them. And then there's another one that's like in Atlanta or in Fulton County, rather, um, and that's another area that I really am drawn to and I love. So maybe, you know, when I actually buy a house, this house that I'm living in now, it's it's going to be rented. So I'm renting it. But when I actually buy a house, you know, like when me and my hubby buy a house, um, yeah, that might be the area that we live in. Like if he likes the area too. So maybe I'll move to that second area that I really, really love. But yeah, this particular area that I'm moving to now, um, I always have said that I wanted to live in this area. And so I just think it's so cool and guys, I was looking in all different areas. So I wasn't focused on this area in particular. Um, I was looking in different areas. So I just think it's so cool that I finally get to live in this area that I have loved for so many years. 
I'm just so happy, you guys. <laughs> so I officially move into my house in the middle of February. Um, but my lease in my apartment isn't up until the end of Feb February. So I'm just going to slowly start moving things in before, you know, I get the big truck and the movers and all that. I'm going to just slowly start moving things in. And guys, I have already started packing. You better believe I have already started packing. Okay. I am so excited to move. <laughs> Oh my God. I just know I'm going to be so happy in that home and my son is going to be so happy as well. So yes, I have started packing and you guys, I just, I want it. I'm, I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff in my house now because I want that house to be a house of like a lot of space and, and just, um, you know, not a lot of clutter and I want it to just be beautiful and pretty. So I can't wait to like decorate. I'm so excited to decorate. And yeah, you guys, I just, I just want to move into that house and to be, you know, just happy and peaceful and a lot of harmony and a lot of love. You guys know, like when you, um, move into a, when you when you go to certain people's houses in some houses you feel really good inside of them like you're comfortable and you feel good and all of that like the energy is just really good and then sometimes when you go into people's houses it's like eh, I kind of want to leave as quickly as I can <laughs> have you guys ever felt that so yeah, I want my house to be the house. Like when people come over, they feel warm and they feel good and they're comfortable and they're, you know, just really, really happy. So I'm going to do just everything I can as far as like decorating and all of that um, to make sure my house is really warm and inviting. And yeah, you guys, one thing I've actually been thinking about is um, I think they call it feng shui. If you guys know anything about feng shui, please DM me at gratitude first because like I heard that it really can help to bring in like really good energy into your home and things like that. The way that you decorate and arrange the furniture and all that, like I know nothing about it. So if you guys know about feng shui, I would love to hear some tips on like, you know, how to bring really, really good vibes into my house because, yeah, I want this house to be a house of love and of peace and of harmony and of joy and of lots of laughs and smiles. And so I want to do everything that I can moving in to make sure um, it's just a house of peace and, and good, good vibes, right? <laughs> Yay, you guys. So I am so grateful, you guys. I am so thankful to God for blessing me and my son with this amazing townhouse, you guys. And I just, I want to know what you guys are trying to manifest, right? And if you are trying to manifest a house, you guys, or a townhouse or a better apartment or whatever, I want you to know that you can manifest it. And I am, I am proof of that, you guys. I am such proof of that. And you can manifest whatever it is that you want. And just take, you know, my manifestation story for this house, you guys, because I'm going to go into exactly how this happened because it was, 
I want to call it a miracle. I don't know. After you listen to it, you guys, you can tell me. But it's just a miracle how this thing manifested for me. And I want you to know, you guys, God hears you. When you ask God for something, he hears you. You don't have to beg. You don't have to obsess about it. You can just let it go and let God work. Ask God for what it is that you want and let God work. But of course, like start taking action to get that thing. Like if you're looking for a new house, you know, start looking at the houses that you want. Start like decluttering your home now um, to make sure you're ready for your move. Start, you know, packing up little things that you don't need right now to make sure that whenever you do get that new home, you know, you already have some stuff packed. Like start showing the universe that you're ready for your house. Start showing God that you're ready to manifest this house and bring this house into reality. And if you need, you know, to get your finances or your credit together or what what have you guys in order to get into that home that you've always dreamed about, then start taking action now, you guys. Start taking action now to improve those things so that when the time comes, you're all set right? You have your finances together, your credit's good, you've already started packing, you've already started decluttering, and you're showing God and you're showing the universe that you're ready. You're ready for this new, beautiful house, this new apartment, this new townhouse. You're ready. So show, take actions to show God that you're serious and that you really, really want this thing. Okay, you guys, now I am going to take you on my journey with me. Okay, I love to take you on my journey. And I'm going to tell you, um, I already started telling you how I manifested this house, but I'm going to tell you more. So hold on to your britches and clench your pearls because this is going to be a fun ride. (laughs) All right, you guys. So like I said, I went to the house. I love the house. I was met by the agent, Kimberly, and her husband. Now, Kimberly, when I, you know, started looking around the house and all of that, and when we started chatting, she told me that another guy had actually come to see the house already before me. And he was really, really interested in the townhome. And, you know, he was really expressing interest that he really wanted to, like, get it and move in and all of that stuff, right? So I was like, okay, yeah, I understand. But me and Kimberly talked, and I was like, you know what? I really do like this home. So I know that somebody else is already looking at it and really likes it and came before me and blah, 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 and did all of that stuff. But I'm like, I just really would like to fill out, you know, the paperwork and all that now and get everything together just in case, right? Just in case, you know, the guy ends up changing his mind, just in case, you know, something happens and I'm actually able to get into the house. So I just told her like, you know, do you mind if I just, you know, go ahead and, and you know, start filling out stuff now so that it's ready just in case. And she was like, yeah, yeah. She was super nice. You guys, super, super sweet woman and, and man, super nice couple. 
And so she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, just go ahead and, and fill it out. And now, guys, usually what happens when someone would hear news like that, like, yeah, somebody already came and they're wanting it and, you know, you might not get it and things like that. When stuff like that happens, a lot of times people like kind of get feel defeated, like, oh, man, I really love this house, but I'm not going to get it because somebody else, you know, already had first dibs and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of times we start to have like this negative self-talk and we're, we're like, oh, man, I already lost, blah, blah, blah. And when you start to do that, you guys, you have already lost, like you're manifesting exactly what it is that you're saying and you're thinking about, you have already lost. And so I did not do that, you guys. I could have done that, but I didn't do that. And what I did instead was I was just like, you know what? I know that this home is mine. I know the feeling that I had when I walked into this home. I knew that I felt with every fiber of my being that me and my son were going to end up living in this home. And I said, this house is mine. I just have this feeling that this home is going to be mine. And it's not like it's not like I was saying like, oh, I don't want the other guy to get the home. No, I, I didn't say anything like that. In fact, I said, I want him to have a better home like a better house than this house. And if he has a family, I want he and his family to have a better house than this house. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't um, a feeling of like, oh, he can't have it. I don't want him to have it. Like I set him love and I was like, you know what, whoever he is, I want him to have a much better house than this one. You know what I'm saying? But I just knew you guys, I knew when I filled out the paperwork and all of that and um, me and my son walked out of that house and we drove away, I knew 1,010% that that house was going to be ours. I didn't know how. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I didn't care how or what was going to happen. So I didn't, you know, drive away like, oh, man, this sucks. We've already lost. Now I have to go out and look for other houses. Am I ever going to find a house, you know, that I like as much as that house? Oh, man, it's the perfect area. This sucks. I didn't drive away like that, you guys. I drove away knowing that I was going to live in that house. And I can't explain it, but I just know that that's how manifestation works for me. Like no matter, people can tell me things like, oh, you know, this might not work out just to warn you. But sometimes I just get this feeling and I know with every fiber of my being, despite what somebody else is telling me, I know that it's going to work out. And I want you guys to operate in that way when you're manifesting things. Like if people are telling you something and you know that that's what you really, 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 really want, and you have this feeling that it's meant to be yours, I want you guys to keep that feeling alive and to listen to your intuition, listen to your gut, and know 1000% that whatever that thing is, it will be yours. Because God can work anything out in your favor. 
You just have to believe. You just have to know that it's already yours. You have to know. And if you show God, God, I know that this thing is mine. I know that you're going to provide for me. I know that you're going to make a way. And, and not in a begging type of sense. Again, do not beg God, you guys, because begging just shows God that you really don't believe that it's going to happen. So if you're, you know, like, please, Lord, please let this thing happen for me, that that it's just not the right energy to be in. You have to be confident in yourself and you have to be confident in God and you have to have faith and you have to know that God is going to make a way even though it seems like there's no way. Okay? So that's how manifestation works, you guys. So I drove away, you know, I said a prayer for the guy. I said, I want him to have a house that is so much better than this. And I listened to um, a dream house manifestation. Like I, I went on YouTube and I looked up um, manifest dream home manifestations. And there was like these videos that popped up and they're sort of like dream home affirmations. So if you guys are interested in that type of thing, just Google that on YouTube um, or just YouTube that. <laughs> and I just listened to affirmations over and over again about like, you already have your dream home. You're inside of your dream home. You love decorating your dream home. Like I listened to that on the way home and I knew that that house was mine. I knew it. I, I didn't, I don't know how I knew it. I can't explain it to you guys, but I knew. And so Kimberly contacted me uh, the next day. And she told me that I got the house. <laughs> so the very next day, you guys, she told me that I got the house. Um, oh my goodness. Yay! <laughs> so I met up with her and she was like, yeah, can you meet me today? So I met up with her and I was like, yeah, like I, you know, I got it. I started talking to her about it. Like, okay, you know, this other guy, you know, basically had it like, I, but I, now I'm here, like what's going on? So she told me, she was like, um, when she met me, she had a really good feeling about me. And when she talked to the owner of the home, like the owner was kind of going back and forth about, you know, who should have it and blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, Kimberly met both me and the other guy. Right. And she was like, um, so the owner was asking her, like, OK, what do you think? And she was like, when she met me and when she talked to me, she had a really, really, really good feeling about me. And she told the owner that I'm the one that should have the house. Isn't that amazing, you guys? And I was floored when she said that. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I just thanked her like a thousand times, you guys. But that is how God works, you guys. You know what I'm saying? If I would have went home and if I would have obsessed about the fact that I wasn't going to get the house, if I would have went home and started looking at other houses and having a plan B, I, I wouldn't have gotten that house, you guys. But I went home confident. I knew that that house was me and my son's. I went home thinking about how I was going to decorate the house. Like when I was doing the walkthrough, 
I took pictures and I went home and I looked at the pictures that I took and I was like, okay, I'm going to place, you know, the couch here. I'm going to have a chair over here. I'm going to have this kind of picture over here. Like I went home and I started planning how I was going to decorate that house. And she called, she contacted me and she told me that I got the house the next day. Isn't that wonderful, you guys? Kimberly, thank you so much. And guys, that is how God works. That is how manifestation works. Okay. So even though there may not seem a way, you have to trust, you have to have faith, and you have to let go, you guys. Don't try to figure out how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, what's going to happen. Just let it go and let God work. Let the universe work. And I am just so grateful, you guys, because Kimberly doesn't know me. She doesn't know anything about me. She had one conversation with me, and she is ultimately the reason why I got into that house because she told the owner that I should have it. (laughs) Isn't that, oh my God, you guys, that's a miracle. To me, that's a miracle. That is God. That's God. That's manifestation, okay? So guys, please, 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 like take my story and whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, I want you guys to just have faith and know 1000% that it is going to come true. And I also want you guys to really be good about making sure your actions align with your words. It is so important, you guys. So if you have a particular house that you are looking at, make sure you're looking at ways to decorate that house. And, you know, one one thing you can say is, you know, God, you know, please give me this house or something better. And if you say or something better, God, you know, may surprise you with something that's far better than anything you could have ever imagined. But think about ways to decorate that house if you're so sure that that is the house that you're going to move into. Don't start looking at 15 other houses. Be focused on that particular thing and ask God, say, I want this or something better. And this goes for anything you are trying to manifest or call into reality, you guys. Make sure your actions and your words are aligned. It is so important. Like if your, you know, dream job is to be a social media manager, why are you applying for receptionist positions? Because that just confuses the universe. It's like, I'm saying that I want to be a social media manager, but I'm applying for all of these receptionist positions or cashier positions or, you know, supervisor positions, what have you. Like, make sure your actions and your words are aligned and they're on one accord, you guys. It is so important when you are trying to manifest something. All right, you guys. So that is the story of manifesting my house. I would love to hear what you guys are manifesting, what you guys have manifested. Have you guys manifested your dream home? Um, 
Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that this is my dream home. I think that, you know, whenever I get married and I have a husband and we, you know, move in together, um, then I might be in my dream home. I don't know. We'll see. But I would say that this is definitely a house that I love. Um, it is a home that me and my son are going to be very, very happy in. Oh my God. It is, it's just beautiful. And the energy is amazing. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to Kimberly for, you know, just taking that leap of faith on me and convincing the owner to let me have it. And I'm definitely thankful to God for once again, allowing me to manifest what it is that I asked for. (laughs) And just, you know, just being such a of God that is just wonderful and loving and provides everything. He provides all of our needs, needs, you guys. You just have to believe. You just have to believe that you have a father who will provide every single need for you. And just, you guys, use my stories. Use Go back and listen to the episodes of my other manifestation stories and just use those, you guys, to know that you can literally have whatever it is that you want, okay? You are powerful creators. You can create your life. I truly believe that. I truly 10,000% believe that, but you just have to believe. All right, you guys, let's jump into the juicy stuff. (laughs) We are going to talk about relationships. All right, you guys. So like I said, since today is 0202-2020, two is the number of relationships, of harmony, of love, of peace, all of that good stuff. So, you know, in honor of this very, very special day that will never happen again, I said, let us talk about relationships on this podcast today. And yeah, I don't talk about, I've talked about relationships sometimes, but I haven't done a whole like entire long segment on relationships. So we are going to see how this goes. And you guys can tell me if you uh, like the relationship segment. The relationship, I can't even talk now. (laughs) If you guys like the relationship segment, okay? Now, you guys, I can't tell you, you guys know my story. Like, I am so single, okay? Completely single. So, I cannot tell you how to have like a happy marriage. I can't tell you how to, um, you know, be in a five, 10 year, 20 year marriage and be super happy because of course, um, that is not the current reality right now. But what I can tell you is that, you know, when it comes to attracting certain things in your life, I definitely know how to do that and I can teach you what I know and I can give you my thoughts on like, you know, relationships and things like that. And you can take or leave whatever resonates with you. But the first thing you guys I want to say is that, guys, I really want to see healing when it comes to relationships. And this is one thing um you know, me and my friend were talking the other day and guys, 
I just want to see healing when it comes to marriages and when it comes to relationships because I really, really feel that there is like an attack, a spiritual attack on marriages and relationships nowadays, you know, especially with our generation, like the the people who are 25 or older, it's like, you know, there definitely are very happy marriages, very happy, harmonious relationships. They definitely exist. But I see a lot of, you know, disharmony and discord when it comes to relationships as well. And myself included, I haven't had, you know, you guys have heard my previous episodes. I haven't had, um, you know, all rainbows and sunshines when it comes to my past relationships either. You know what I'm saying? So I just want us collectively as a collective to heal whatever it is that is going on in relationships and whatever is causing so many divorces, so many breakups, so much heartbreak, so much disharmony, so much discord, right? I want us to really, as, you know, this generation, like 25 and older, I really, really, really want to see healing for our children and our younger generations. Like, I want to go back to the time when children see happiness. They see harmony. They see love inside of the home. You know, they see peace between two people inside of the home. They know what a happy, healthy relationship or marriage looks like because they see two people that love each other and respect each other. Those are the types of homes that our children should grow up in. And those are the types of homes that our children should have. And, you know, not saying that it's anybody's fault, you guys, but I think all of us together as a collective really, really, really need to focus more on how can we create better relationships with each other for our well-being, for our growth, for our healing, but also to show our children that, you know, two people can be happy together. Two people can be truly in love and madly in love. And even if there are disagreements, you know, two people can come together after the disagreement and they can work it out. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want for our children and our generation. And I don't care, you guys. It doesn't matter to me if you're straight, if you're gay, if you're bi, whatever it is that you identify with, whatever your sexual preference is, that matters not to me at all. I love people because they're people. And I I could care less about, you know, what your sexual preference is. So, you know, when I say these things, it's not me just speaking about a man and a woman, like whoever, whatever you resonate with, like, I just want to show love and I don't care um, what your preference is, but I, 
you know, whatever family life looks for you, however that looks for you, I just want, you know, our generation to see more love and more harmony and not so many breakups and, and, and anger and resentment and hurt and pain and crying. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want for our kids. And in fact, you guys, my son, he is um, two. He's about to be three in March. So we might as well just say he's three. But I speak over his life, you guys. I speak over his life. And I say things like, you know, he, you will have a happy marriage. You will have a healthy marriage. You know, you will have a marriage that lasts a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I speak those things over my child's life because I don't want him to go through what I went through. I don't want him to go through divorce and breakup and have a child out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to go through those things. I want to see better for my child. And although I know with every fiber of my being that, you know, I will be happily married one day. I will, you know, have the love of my life. We'll be happy together. I know like I know like I know that that is going to happen when whenever the time is right. But I, you know, don't want my child, I don't want my son to like start off the way that I started off. And so right now when he is two, about to be three, I speak healthy, happy marriage over his life. And he even has a mantra, you guys. And, you know, I recorded a mantra for him. It's my voice. And I say on the mantra, it's things like, you know, you are happy, you are healthy, you are wise, you are strong, you are powerful, you are smart, you have a good heart, you are, you know, wise. I think I said that. But I just repeat those types of things over and over again. And it's my recorded voice. And I play that for my son every single night when he's at my house and he's not with his dad. I play that for my son every single night because I want those types of positive words and positive affirmations to be a part of my son's spirit. You know what I'm saying? When when your kids grow up, you guys, they're, you're not always going to be there to protect them. You know, there's going to be people and other kids and maybe even teachers who might like put them down or say, you know, bad things or say negative things to them. You can't do this. You're not good. at. You're not good at this. You're never going to achieve this, you know, and you're not always going to be there to protect your child. So you have to have, you have to give your child a strong foundation now when they're young. So that when those people come into your child's life, he knows or she knows who they are. You know, I tell my son, you are a king. You are powerful. You are strong. You are smart. You can make it through any obstacle. I speak that over my child's life so that when, as he grows up, when those obstacles come and when those people you know, try to put him down or try to tear him down or whatever. My son has that strong foundation and he knows exactly who he is. 
And all of my other kids, well, oh my God, I just said plural. <laughs> what, a, what am I thinking? <laughs> Why did I say kids? My child, if I have another child, <laughs> whoa, that just came out. If I have another child, you know, if me and my husband decide to have another child, um, I, I will speak, you know, I will make a new mantra for that child as well. You know, as I'm holding my child and looking into my child's eyes, I will know the right mantra to, to create for that child so that he or she, you know, has that strong foundation as well. So, you know, all of my children will have their own specific, unique mantra. And you guys, you know, from birth to seven years old, those are the most critical years of your child's life. And so if your child is still young, you guys, like I just want you to consider, you know, speaking positivity into your child's life because they need that anchor. Whatever happens in the first seven years of a child's life will help to form their life. And don't take my word for it. Please look it up for yourself. Like Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, they all are doctors and they all have extensive research on this subject. So it's not just, you know, me here talking. It's definitely scientifically proven. The first seven years of your child's life are the most critical. And so make sure your children are set up with a really, really strong foundation. And so, yeah, you guys, I speak a happy marriage over my son. You know, whenever he grows up and he finds the love of his life, you know, I want him to know that from the eight, from the time he was born, I was speaking a happy, healthy marriage over his life. And yeah, you guys, I just want to see relationships heal. And, you know, I know that I'm working so hard on myself so that when I do have, you know, my next husband, I want to be a really, really amazing wife to him. So I'm just working so hard to like improve myself. And I want to make sure that my son sees, you know, I don't like the word stepdad. That that word hasn't really ever resonated with me, but I do like the word bonus dad. And I think I heard this from Jada Pickett Smith. But um when my son has, you know, that bonus dad, which is my husband, you know, I want him to see us in a very happy, healthy, harmonious, peaceful marriage. So he knows what that looks like. And of course, he has, you know, his dad, he's an amazing man. And I want his dad to also marry someone who is just a, an amazing woman. So my son has an amazing bonus mom as well. You know what I'm saying? So I want my son to see that although, you know, me and his father aren't together, we still, you know, have that love and respect for each other. And we still you know, want to make sure that my son is in healthy environments. And of course, when me and my husband, you know, get married, we'll have that, you know, unbreakable bond that 
you know, love that is just so immense. And my son will be able to see like, oh my gosh, you know, this is what a good loving marriage looks like. And one thing I also want to talk about you guys is we have to stop letting society tell us what a relationship should look like, what a marriage should look like. Because, you know, I kind of think that that's sort of one of the reasons why a lot of marriages might not work out because we have this picture that society has spoon fed us about what marriage and relationships should look like. And everybody is different. Everybody's relationship is different. Everybody's marriage is different. And I think two people should come together and they should really talk and be open and honest about what it is that they want and need and desire in a relationship. And I really just feel like two people should be able to construct a relationship that works for them, construct a marriage that works for them. And so often we have this thought in our mind that marriages or relationships have to look a certain way. And if that's not who we truly are, but we're just trying to fit into this mold that society has created for us, then yeah, of course you're going to have problems in your marriage. Of course you're going to have problems in your relationship because it's like, this isn't even who I am. I'm just pretending to be somebody that I'm not because society has told me that I should act this way. So I really just feel like we have to stop letting society tell us exactly how our relationship and our marriage should look. And we should, you know, really be open and honest, like brutally honest, completely honest with our partner and say, hey, this is what I, you know, this is my ideal relationship. This is my ideal marriage. And we can both construct a relationship that is happy for the both of us. And like I said, you guys, like before I get married again, I really have to go to marriage counseling with my with my guy because I really want to have that strong foundation set up before we walk down the aisle because I want to do this marriage thing one time again and one time only like my next marriage there's not going to be any divorce there's not going to be any you know And not to say that we're never going to have disagreements, like no marriage is perfect, but we're going to be able to overcome any obstacles that come in our way. And I want to do everything that I can to have that strong anchor so that we have, you know, that solid foundation and that wonderful, happy marriage. So I really am a big supporter of um, premarital counseling. So you guys, again, for manifestation purposes, we really have to let our actions and our words align. And this even goes for relationships as well. So I was thinking about my ideal relationship the other day and, you know, talking to my friend about relationships and all of that good stuff. And I even watched a program 
on what makes, you know, some marriages successful and what makes some marriages fail. And guys, like one thing I really strongly believe is that your actions and your words, if you're trying to manifest that wonderful relationship, the love of your life, they have to be aligned. So for instance, if you, you know, if you know that you want a man who, you know, has like a vision for his life, you know, you talk to him and you're like, you know, he tells you his goals and his dreams and what he's working on and what he's trying to build. And you know that you want a guy who's working towards something and trying to build something. But let's say you go out, you know, on a couple of dates with a guy, a new guy, and you're you're like, okay, um, so what are you, you know, what are your plans for your life? What are you, you know, working on? What are you working towards? And if the guy is like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with the flow. I don't really have a plan for my life. I'm just going to see what happens. (laughs) You know, if that is his response, you guys, and you know that you want a guy who's building something and working towards something and trying to go somewhere because you know that you're also a very ambitious person and you're trying to build something, you know, you want somebody who can match your hustle, then should you go out on another date with the guy who just told you that he has no plan for his life and he and he doesn't know he's just going to go with the flow and he doesn't know what's happening like you know what i'm saying so ask yourself though <laughs> it's not funny you guys but You have to ask yourself those types of questions, you guys. You have to ask yourself those types of questions. And your words and your actions have to align. So if you're continuing to go out with this guy who has no plan for his life, you know, is this really your ideal person, right? Is this really somebody who you can really see yourself having something long-term with. So when we're dating, we have to really like consciously date you guys. Like don't just date to like, you know, fill up your Friday night and your Saturday night, like consciously date and think about the long-term when you're dating. And, and guys, I don't (laughs) I haven't been on a date in a very long time. So (laughs) when I go on a date, I will, you know, I'll let you guys know how that goes. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just common sense, you guys. Like I'm not like, what I'm saying is I'm not like an expert dater because I haven't been, been on a date in so long. But it's just common sense, right? Like just, you have to think about the long term as you're going out here on these dates. And you guys, if you like, let's say you want a woman, like your ideal woman, she's someone who believes in your dreams and she's someone who's like your cheerleader and she builds you up and she's like, yeah, baby, you can do it. Rah, rah, rah. I believe in you, right? If you want a woman like that, 
or let's say you're out on a date with a, a woman and you show her, you're like, hey, I want to show you this play that I'm, I've been working on. You know, I'm a playwright and uh, I, I just wrote this play and I really want to show it to you. And you give her the play and, you know, maybe she starts laughing and she's like, oh, my God, this is, you know, she's like, oh, I don't I don't really think that this is that good. Maybe you should kind of stick to your day job. You know, if she just completely shuts down your dreams and what you're trying to do in your life and she's not supportive. Is that somebody that you should go on a second date with? Are your actions and your words at that point aligning? Because no matter what it is, you guys, with manifestation, your actions and your words, they have to match up. And if they don't match up, then that's a huge red flag, right? It's just common sense. So yeah, you guys, make sure your actions and your words align. And I was actually thinking about this, you guys. Like I said, I was talking to my friend the other day about relationships and all of that good stuff. And I was just reflecting on, you know, what my ideal relationship is. Like, of course, I have my whole husband journal with pages and pages of like how I'm going to be a good wife and what my ideal husband would look like and be like and all that. But, um, yeah, I was just, you know, reflecting again on like, okay, what is, you know, my ideal relationship looking like? Like, what would that be like? And, yeah, you know, whenever I feel like starting to date again, um, I really want to have those things in my mind as, you know, I'm dating to make sure that my actions and my words are aligning. And so, yeah, as I was reflecting on this, you guys, like I really, really, really want a solid foundation with, you know, the person that I'm dating. Like I want us to you know, of course, right away, you're not going to be best friends, you know, but I want us to be able to build up to that point where we are best friends eventually. And by best friends, you guys, I mean, like, I want to be able to tell my guy anything and everything about me. And I want to be so comfortable with him and be able to be so open and honest that I can just tell him anything and there's like no judgment. There's no like, you know, kind of getting upset about the things that I tell him. Like, I just want to be with someone that I can just be that open with. Like, I can tell you anything under the sun and we can talk through it and we can work through it, you know? And I want him to feel that way about me too. Like, I want him to be able to really open up to me and to really trust me and to know that, you know, whatever he tells me, like, I'm going to protect it and I'm not going to judge him for it. And, you know, what, if it has something to do with us and our relationship, then we're going to be able to work through it and work it out. 
So, you know, communication in that way is so important to me, you guys. Like, I have to be with someone where we have, like, amazing communication because if one of us shuts down or if both of us shut down and we, you know, stop talking to each other and we're just completely in our own little worlds, like, how can we build something like that? You know what I'm saying? How can we build and have a strong, solid foundation if we're both, you know, if we both have our backs turned to each other. So I want someone who I can communicate with and who is so comfortable with communicating with me and they trust me and they're able to be vulnerable and open with me. Yeah, you guys. And another thing, you guys, I was like, just taking time to reflect on my past relationships and the people that I dated before um, I had my son. And I figured out that, and this was really kind of like eye-opening to me, but I figured out that the relationships that I felt a little bit like smothered in weren't the ones that I was like the happiest in. And what I mean by that is like, I need like space when I'm in a relationship. And I feel like, you know, just because two people get into a relationship, it doesn't mean that, you know, they stop being who they are and they stop you know, their goals and their dreams and trying to um, achieve what it is that they're trying to achieve, you know, they don't stop living in their purpose. We're all born here with a specific purpose or you find your purpose along the way. But, you know, just because you're in a relationship, you know, I don't feel like it. you have to stop pursuing the goals and the dreams that you're trying to pursue. And so when I was in relationships where I kind of felt like, you know, I had to put everything that I was doing on the back burner because my whole world was now wrapped up into this relationship, you know, those are the relationships that I really didn't find to be the happiest. And I really discovered that, you know, I'm one of those people that just needs some space, right? Like, I love you. I adore you. But, you know, I'm just not one of those people that's going to want to, you know, text you five times a day or, you know, talk to you for hours every single day. And a, a big reason why as well is because I tend to get bored in relationships like that. So if I'm constantly talking to you, if we're constantly texting each other, you know, I just tend to get bored in those relationships. And then at the same time, you know, I'm working on my passions and I'm working to, you know, build certain things. And hopefully the guy that I'm with is also working <laughs> to like build certain things and on his passions. And I don't want us both to be so wrapped up in each other 
that we like forget about our purpose and our passions, like if that makes sense. And so I really figured out that I don't want, you know, a guy who, you know, calls me all the time or texts me all the time. Like I want a little bit of space. So if we, you know, like call each other a couple of times a week, you know, three times a week or four times a week, something like that, right? If we text each other, you know, every other day, or maybe we send like little good morning texts, or I hope you have a good day text. But you know, like, we don't have to have like those long drawn out paragraph texts, like every day, right? You guys, like, I just, that would really be my ideal relationship. And just going back and reflecting on, you know, the guys that I dated, the relationships that I was in, all of that before I had my son. um, Yeah, I figured out that the men who gave me like the space that I needed and like who weren't so... I'm trying to find the right word, but who didn't necessarily call me all the time and text me all the time. Those are really the relationships that I found to be, uh, that I really, really um, enjoyed. And so like my ideal guy, he would be someone like that too. Like he doesn't have to call me every day. He doesn't have to text me all the time. And he's, you know, so secure within himself that he doesn't see, you know, that as being an issue. And that's what, when I was telling you guys, like, don't, don't like follow what society tells you a normal relationship should look like. Like, this is what I'm talking about, you guys, because people will tell you like, oh no, you have to talk to your partner every single day. What do you mean you don't want to talk to them every day? What do you mean like you don't want to text them, you know, constantly, right? Like, society would tell you stuff like that, but you have to be true to yourself. And I, you know, the next relationship that I get into, I have to be true to myself. And I want to be with a partner who I can look at and I can say, you know what, I love you. I adore you. But I just, I, I, I would rather not talk to you every day. And it has nothing to do with them. It has nothing. It doesn't mean that I like them any less. It's just me. And it's just like, you know, I like to have space when I'm in relationships. And also I want to miss you. Like if I don't talk to my guy for like a day or two, um, it gives me an opportunity to miss him. And, you know, I'm thinking about him and then I'm like, oh my goodness, I miss him so much. You know, I want the opportunity to miss you. And if we're constantly like on the phone every single day, we're sending each other these paragraphs of texts every single day, and we're so like wrapped up in each other that we forget who we are, you know, as individuals and we put everything else on the back burner, that's just not a relationship that 
you know, I would thrive in. And so that's what I'm saying, you guys, when you start dating and you start thinking about what your ideal relationship looks like, like be really brutally honest and be really, really true um, to yourself. And I would, I love the element of surprise, you guys. So, you know, if I know that my guy is going to call me every single day at 5 p.m. and I know like exactly when to expect his call, then, (laughs) you know, that's just, you know, it just takes, I feel like it takes the fun out of things. Like I want, you know, I want things to be a little bit spontaneous. Like I want him to like call me out of the blue and like I see him calling and I'm like, oh my God, you know, he's calling me like, and I can get excited and happy and stuff like that. Like that, I just, you know, I like little surprises like that. Or if he like, you know, randomly calls me in the morning and he's like, yeah, get dressed. We're gonna, you know, I'm gonna pick you up at seven and we're gonna go out, you know, like everything doesn't have to be so planned and so structured. And like my ideal relationship would be one where it's like, you know, there's some surprises and there's like some spiciness and some like, you know, we do things differently, right? It doesn't always have to be so you know, structured and planned. And, you know, that's the type of relationship that I would really, really thrive in. Now, on the flip side, you guys, like, (laughs) you know, I don't want my guy to, like, not contact me for, like, a week or two weeks or three weeks, you know, because then, you know, if you're, like, you know, if you're, like, totally ghosting me and I never hear from you, and like we never go out, then, you know, do we, are we really building something? Like, is this really anything? And, you know, I could like him so much. I can have so much love for him. But if it's like, okay, we're not even communicating at all. I never see you. We, we go weeks and weeks without talking to each other. Then how can we ever build something? Right. So, yeah, like there's <laughs> there's a fine line between space and way too much space. <laughs> and I get it. Like if you're, you know, needing to collect your thoughts or whatever, like we can talk about that. But like, you know, you know, I, like I said, I like communication. So like we have to communicate about that type of stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah, that would be another thing you know, in my ideal relationship, you guys, is someone who is just so secure within themselves that they're like, okay, yeah, I don't have to call you every day. You know, we don't have to text every day. Maybe we can talk to each other, you know, three times a week. Maybe we can, you know, text each other every other day and we can work together to work out something that that works for him and makes him happy. And that also works for me and makes me happy. And so we can like definitely compromise. And, you know, as far as like working on our goals, you guys, like I would love, you know, someone where I can help him with whatever he's building, his dreams, his vision for his life. You know, I want to be able to help you with that. You know, I want to be able, whatever, 
however I can help and whatever skills you see in me that I can use um, to help you to build up whatever it is that you're building, like let's work together and build that together. And the same thing with me, like if he sees something that I'm doing and I'm trying to accomplish and he's like, yeah, babe, I can really, you know, give you some pointers and tips on how to do that a little bit better then I'm all ears, you know? So although we have, you know, this, these different things that we're working on in our lives, you know, let's still come together and let's build together. Like together we're stronger, right? So it's not all about like, oh, just give me my space so I can work by myself. But it's about, you know, not losing yourself in who you are when you're inside of a relationship. Because like, when you start to lose yourself, then that's when resentment starts coming in. Like, oh my God, I'm spending all of my time with you. I was working on this project and this book and all of this before I met you. And I've totally put that on the back burner. And now, you know, I totally have lost myself. And that's a lot of times you guys like that's when resentment comes in. And so you have to be brutally honest with your partner and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm trying to build. And, you know, I love you to death, but I would really like to have a little bit of space to continue to work and build on this. And then at the same time, like I want an opportunity to be able to miss you. You know, I want to, you know, be able to think about you and be like, oh my God, like I haven't talked to him in like a day or two days and I miss him. And I want to look forward to your phone calls instead of like it just being like, oh, my God, I know he's going to call me at 5 p.m. And we've created, you know, this routine, you know, that isn't very exciting. And so that's just me, you guys. And I don't know if that sounds crazy or if that sounds weird or what have you. But that's just me being my true and authentic self and saying, you know, what exactly would make me feel good um, inside of a relationship. So I want to know, you guys, I want to know, like, what do you think about relationships? Like, what is your ideal relationship? And yeah, another thing you guys is like, I just want someone who can really, really keep their word and I keep my word as well. So, you know, when I say that I'm going to do something, you know, he knows that I'm 100% going to do it. And when he tells me that he's going to do something, you know, I know 100% that he's going to do it because like your word is your bond, you guys, your word is like all you have. And so if he can't trust my word or if I can't trust his word, then like, what do we really have? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, let's say we were supposed to meet somewhere or whatever. Like, I understand, like, if things come up for me or if things come up for him, like, perfectly understandable. But like, you know, I just want a relationship where, we give each other the respect. And, you know, if something comes up for me, I'm going to contact you and I'm going to say, you know, hey, I'm so sorry, I can't make it, blah, 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 something, this came up or whatever. And he contacts me and he says the same thing, like, you know, hey, I'm sorry, this came up, you know, stuff like that, you know, that mutual respect, because time is valuable to everybody. 
And I'm going to respect, you know, your time. And I just want my time to be respected as well. And, you know, tell me before we were supposed to meet up. (laughs) That would be very helpful, right? So, yeah, I want someone who really, you know, I can trust their word. That is very, very important. And he can trust my word as well. Okay, you guys. So those are, you know, some of the things that I was thinking about as far as my ideal relationship. And I want you guys to be my accountability partners. So whenever I start dating you guys, (laughs) when I come on this podcast and I tell you guys, oh my God, I, you know, me and this guy, we started dating. He's so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And I start telling you all about him. Um, And then I say something like, but we talk every day and he calls me twice a day and uh, we text five times a day and I spend all my time with him. Like if I... (laughs) If I start saying like that, you could you guys have to be my accountability partners and I want you to come into the DMs on Instagram and I want you guys to be like, but Erica, in episode, I think this is episode 30. In episode 30, you said that your ideal relationship would be a relationship where you have some space. <laughs> so why are you? coming on this podcast telling us about the guy who you talk to twice a day and text five times a day like you guys have to check me okay check me in the dms check me on the instagrams because you know sometimes love is blind you guys and when you're like all in your feelings it's like you can easily forget your ideals and and your non-negotiables and what you really, really, truly want in a relationship. And you can kind of push that stuff aside because you're like, oh, but he's amazing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I need you guys to, you know, be in my accountability partners and check me in the DMs and uh, say, no, 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 that's not what you told us in episode 30. (laughs) Yes. So you guys, that's what I'm saying. Like I, when I start dating again, I want to make sure my words and my actions are aligned. And, you know, that's how you truly manifest. That's one of the ways that you truly, truly manifest what it is that you want, you guys, your actions and your words um, being aligned. And so, yeah, you guys, that is my manifestation story that is my spiel on relationships and on love and yeah i just i love you guys so much that is our episode my gratitude first gardeners so again come and say hi to me on instagram on youtube or on tiktok at gratitude first gratitude 1st And guys, my book, The Creators, is out right now on Amazon. So if you love a novel that is full of twists and turns and, you know, a roller coaster ride and plot twists and all of that good stuff, right? If you love a novel like that, then go to gratitudefirst.com backslash free the creators 
And I am going to give you the first two chapters of my novel for free. Yay! And all of this information will be in the show notes as well. And you guys, if you're thinking about starting a business, or if you've already started a business and you want awesome business resources for free, go to gratitudefirst.com backslash 25 free resources and you'll be able to download 25 resources that you can implement in your business right now to get your business started and running more efficiently. And guys, I am on YouTube. So the YouTube videos that I do, you guys, they're actually different from the podcast episodes. So if you love binge watching YouTube like I do, if you want to learn more things about business, about mindset, all of that good stuff, then come on my YouTube channel. It's Gratitude First with no spaces. So Gratitude1ST. And I upload videos on there, you guys. And so you can get more of this goodness on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I love you guys so much. And if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you guys to leave a review and to subscribe and also to tell your family and friends about the Gratitude First podcast because that is how they can plant their positive seeds and watch their gratitude gardens grow as well. So please spread the word about the Gratitude First podcast. Okay, you guys have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful 2-2-2020. Make sure your day is filled with love and gratitude today. And I will see you and talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Take me back to the nights we felt alive. Picking up the pieces on a summer night I didn't know that I would feel just like my heart's on fire Whenever I'm with you Cause we go back in time The thrills I miss And all the things I wish we did All I know is that I need somebody like you Cause I can't waste another night sitting here alone Hoping for your voice on the telephone I know it's a super you walk away Playing in my mind All the things I'd never Close my eyes And the sky's on fire I can't waste another night Sitting here alone We can do it all again And I'll never let you go You're a star brighter than Venus, I'm your satellite Whenever I'm with you Cause we go back in time to thrills I'm missing All the things I wish we did All I know is that I need 
somebody like you Cause I can't waste another night sitting here alone Hoping for your voice on the telephone I know it's a supercut as you walk away Playing in my mind all the things I never close my eyes And the sky's on fire I can't waste another night sitting here alone We can't do it all again and I'll never let you go tuning into the gratitude first podcast remember to subscribe for more positive episodes that plant seeds of goodness let's be friends on social come say hi to me on instagram at gratitude first if you resonated with this episode please leave a comment and spread the word about the podcast by telling everyone you know i love you Stay blessed and manifest those dreams. Have a magnificent day, Gratitude Gardeners.